Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to This Week in Marvel, episode number 81. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M, joined by... Ben Morris, Marvel.com editor, stricken a bit by strep throat this week, so I'm a little quieter and rougher than usual, and our hero of the day, because we just recorded about five minutes of this podcast without the mic on, and uh, intern Katarina noticed it. Uh, we said goodbye to her last week, and then she's back this week, so it was kind of a kind of a tease. Welcome back, Katarina. Thanks. For your final podcast, final. and thank you for saving the day. Fantastic. Uh, if you're just joining us on the show, we're going to go through all the new comics out this week, including print and digital, collections and single issues. Then we're going to touch on movies, video games, TV, toys, all that good stuff, then to news, and finally to your questions and comments. And while you're listening to this episode, if you want to tweet your questions and comments, use the hashtag ThisWeekInMarvel. All right, first book out of the gate, Age of Ultron, number eight. Look at that, that rhymed. Mm -hmm. I am some sort of rap poet. And uh, so in this, we get to see the the new future, this horrible, horrible reality that is... The new present, actually. Present, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the result of Wolverine and Sue Storm killing Hank Pym back in the day. And you get to see, really, the repercussions of what that means to this reality, more so than in previous issues. It's written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Brandon Peterson, and it's, um, it's, it's one of those wonderful, marvel, horrible futures, uh, or future uh, realities, um, possible realities. And it's, you know, you've got the Defenders instead of the Avengers, you've got Iron Man is sort of the main, I don't Overlord of half the world, trying it's this to keep weird it... like technological versus magic, yeah. stricken world, and Morgan Le Fay is on one side, and Iron Man's this technocratic kind of Big Brother type character. Yeah, and it's uh, there's a crazy battle. You better believe some people die, mm-hmm. and craziness happens. And um, really, again, blame Wolverine, blame Sue Storm for everything that goes wrong at this point. Yeah. And we'll see where this uh, pans out as we get to next issue's penultimate issue. Oh, yeah. Very excited. All right. We've also got Avengers, The Enemy Within. Number one is a one-shot kicking off a crossover between the Kelly Sue DeConnick-verse written books, Avengers Assemble and Captain Marvel. Art by Scott Hepburn. Kind of picks up as if it's an issue of Captain Marvel really focusing on Carol Danvers' recent travails with a mysterious enemy and with the brain lesion that's affecting her, but also guest star Spider-Woman, Thor, some of the other Avengers show up to help her out here. She's looking for someone from her building, an old lady who's been kidnapped, and in the process ends up having some pretty wacky little escapades, fighting dinosaurs, fighting the grapplers, these great old female wrestler characters from the 80s. Um, Her and Spider-Woman getting some fun stuff. I really like her interaction with Thor. Really fun book. If you are not reading captain marvel series it's a really great book and this is a good opportunity to kind of pick it up kind of sample it because you've got the avengers in there so you got some characters you know if you're not as familiar with captain marvel this is a nice way to ease in you really get a sense of uh, kelly sue's sense of humor and sense of fun and also the kind of emotional pathos of the story and this is really building up to this mysterious enemy from carol danvers past who is going to cause problems for both her and the avengers so i really dug this kick off to the enemy within also we've got cable and x-force number eight written by dennis hopeless art by salvador la roca this was one of my favorite issues of cable and x-force to date uh this is really everything i love about this team that cable has brought together him domino colossus forge dr nemesis and boom boom um kind of their 
will do what it takes attitude, but also they're kind of living by the seat of their pants type deal. They have released this murderous alien from a prison that uh, Sword had him in. In this issue, we finally find out why. Why they would like this, let this genocidal killer loose. And it's a pretty great reason. Um, and Cable's interactions with Agent Brand and explaining why he had to do what he had to do, how he kind of deals with her, how Domino totally steps up against this super powerful alien, and how X-Force makes things work for them. Colossus has a great moment. The art's great. And the way it ends just made me kind of smirk and love. This This is the X-Force I remember from when I was a kid who did not cooperate with anyone else, did their thing, and always at the end of the mission pissed everybody off. Um, just a really... I, I, I can't get into the spoiler intricacies of how Cable does certain things, but it's an issue you'll read, you'll appreciate uh, the wit and the thinking that has to go on in the story and sets up a showdown with the Uncanny Avengers, which should be a lot of fun. Over to FF number 7 by Matt Fraction, Mike Allred, and Laura Allred. You've got... The wizard who's kidnapped his clone, and he's teaming up with Blastar, and he's uh, the wizard has mind controlled Medusa, and it's just a big brawling issue with the Future Foundation and the kids against this weird mix of it's not the Frightful Four, but it's just you know the wizard being awful and trying to mess things up, and. Uh, Things go as you would probably expect when you put the wizard in charge of anything. Yep. Because he gets... Uh, there's a great line about how Black Bolt will deal with things <laughs> towards the end of the issue, which is very satisfying and very, very cool. Um, it's great. You get really great moment for Bentley, who is, uh, I think, one of the fan-favorite characters in this book. He's, yes. so, he's so fun. And uh, you get you, some great moments. And then a nice final page that leads into where the story is going next and picks up uh, where Alex Powers is. Over in Gambit, issue number 12, written by James Asmus with the art team of Clay Mann, Dexter Soy, and Leonard Kirk. Basically the conclusion to the first year's worth of Gambit stories that James Asmus has been setting up. Final confrontation with Tombstone, one of my favorite underrated villains, rogue guest stars, and we get a resolution to this mysterious Joel character who debuted in the first issue, her relationship with Gambit, what she's after, really all the answers you've been looking for over the past 11 issues get resolved in this issue. It's kind of nice. Over to Iron Man number 10, we continue with The Secret Origin of Tony Stark by Kieran Gillen, Dale Eaglesham, and Guru FX. And, uh, you know, Kieran's just going crazy here. Mm-hmm. He's got some aliens. He's got a ragtag group of... Um, folks, his own Ocean's Eleven type crew, the Stark Seven, if you will. I will. And, yeah, you will. And uh, we get to not fully see the, 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 the story, but we get a lot of pieces unfolding here. We see how this, uh, this he's a Rigelian recorder, I think, mm-hmm. um, how that robot dude is involved with the Starks, particularly Howard and Tony, and uh, where this is leading. And Tony is none too pleased with any of these revelations. You better believe he's not going to like any of the ones coming up either. Mm, good tease. Yeah. Over to Nova, number four, by Jeff Loeb, Ed McGinnis, Dexter Vines, and Marte Gracia. And it's just another... I, this book is so... It's yeah. so fun, but yeah. it's so gorgeous. It's really like, pretty. It's really insanely nice to look at. Uh, big, big moments. 
you know Ed McGinnis is having a blast drawing this giant tiger dude, hmm. Titus, who uh, is a, basically a fallen, disgraced Nova Corps warrior. Mm-hmm. And, um, They're called Centurions. Centurions. Really? Yeah. Thank no- you. Nova Centurions. Uh, we get an ultimate nullifier in this book. Mm-hmm. I love me an ultimate nullifier. Uh, really great moments for Sam uh, as he is trying to figure out his, his place in the universe, his powers, what's up with uh, his dad, his dad's old crew, yep. what's true, what's false. I mean, his world's been turned inside out in classic Marvel fashion, yep. and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And that the, la- the end of the issue is... Uh, not too good for Sam. No. His mom's awesome, too. Yeah, his mom's great. I think she knows what's up, but she's trying to let him tell her. She's a mom. She's su- probably... I suspect. She probably knows everything I already. Sus- I suspect that she suspects. Thunderbolts, number nine, written by Daniel Way, art by Phil Noto, with colors by Guru FX. EFX, rather. The Thunderbolts team are still on the trail of these gamma-fueled terrorists and arms dealers getting layers upon layers of what's going on with General Ross. Uh, the love triangle between Deadpool, Electra, and Punisher continues. And some unexpected, and I believe unintroduced to this point, familial ties come up as they continue to try to figure out who's behind everything that they've been going through since, uh, since this book launched. Jumping to the Ultimate Comics universe, Ultimate Comics, issue number 23 by Brian Michael Bendis and David Marquez. Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, that is. I believe I just said Ultimate Comics number 23, which is the (laughs) anthology that I'm writing in my head. Um, We jump a year after the tragic events of last issue, and we've got a year-older Miles Morales. And what I love is that David Marquez drew him... At first, I was like, wow, he seems much older for a year. Then I remembered that he's a teenage boy, and they grow like sprouts. Um, So he... We see a different Miles, different in demeanor, different in his physicality. He's got a new girlfriend. Her name's Katie Bishop. May sound familiar. His best friend Gonky is still up to his old shenanigans. But we get a look at Miles' life after he gave up being Spider-Man and what the last year has kind of done to him. It's really cool, really emotional, gut-wrenching issues. Interactions with Spider-Woman, interactions with Gwen Stacy, new dynamic completely with his dad. And the question of whether or not he's going to put the webs back on. Very compelling. Really shook this book up. And uh, it's, it's a whole new ballgame over in Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. And then on the last page, we get two characters who should get fans very excited, as well as the return of a, another fan favorite. All right. Over to Wolverine of the X-Men number 29, written by Jason Aaron, art by Ramon Perez and Laura Martin. And uh, you've got... Two things... Well, you got a, you got a lot of things going on, as is always the case with Wolverine of the X-Men, but we've got... The current school, the, the first year students of the Jean Grey School, and they are having a ceremony to put down a, um, a time capsule. Did you guys ever do time capsules? I think I did. I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I wonder what I would have put in. Um, a pizza. I would put a Something pizza. perishable. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So it would be a, a nasty surprise for someone in the future. Probably be disintegrated by the time they yeah, get Yeah, you know, terrific. It would defeat the purpose of a time capsule. But Wolverine and the crew put together uh, a time capsule with some little mementos here and there. And then you jump 25 years into the future. Wolverine accidentally, <laughs> essentially, digs up the time capsule. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And really sad and really touching yeah. at times um, and also you get a lot of hints at what 
could be coming up, and yeah. I know some of it is definitely coming up because uh, I know Jason's plans, and yeah. I love stuff like that. He's seeding yeah. little things into this book, which, you know, read this issue very carefully. It's really cool. And by this time, you guys should know even more because today, Wednesday, in a little bit, we are going to be doing a press call with Jason talking about what's coming up in Wolverine and the X-Men. And by the time this podcast goes up, that will be history, will be in the past, and you'll know. What are we talking about there? I don't know yet. Nice. Just it hasn't that it's, happened just that it's Wolverine and the X-Men stuff, uh, so I assume it's what's next, but I don't want to tip our hand on anything. Sure. But uh, it's another amazing issue, and it uh, does give us some extra stuff for the Hellfire Academy, which yeah. is really cool. Too. Finishing up the week strong with X-Factor number 256, the big finale for the Hell on Earth War, written by Peter David, art by Leonard Kirk. Some sacrifices made in this issue, some really sad stuff. If you've gotten to know the character of Tyr, the son of Wolfsbane, uh, this is a challenging issue, but he's not the only one who goes through some challenges here. Mephisto has basically taken over the world, and X-Factor stands against him. A tremendous sacrifice is needed in order to put him down. It is emotional. This is not as much... This reminds you that Peter David, as much as he can write fun, he can write really gut-wrenching stuff oh, yeah. as well and he can write great action uh some unexpected twists and a last page that will bring a tear to a glass eye <laughs> is that a saying yeah i've heard it um probably in wrestling commentary i was about to say it's probably a it's wrestling probably a grill thing. monsoon line <laughs> i love it yeah uh twim of the week i'm gonna go with what we're in the x-men 29 there's a lot of stuff I liked this week. Yeah. I liked Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, I really liked Avengers The Enemy Within. Yep. It's going to be a sleeper for me. But uh, Cable and X-Force gave me the warm, fuzzy feeling about just, just a good old book that I would uh, that I would give to my childhood self. And I know he'd dig it, too. Nice. What do you think, Katarina? I'm excited for Nova number four. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Very All right. Cool. Excellent. Uh, on to collections on sale this week. We've got Incredible Hulk Crossroads trade paperback. Indestructible Hulk, Volume 1, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. hardcover. Marvel Masterwork, The Invincible Iron Man. Ms. Marvel, Volume 2, trade paperback, I guess. New Warriors by Brian Michael Bendis, Volume no, no. 4. New Avengers by Brian Michael Bendis, Volume 4. New Avengers by Brian Michael Bendis, Volume 4. But then... New Warriors Omnibus. New Warriors Omnibus. That's right. The good stuff. Oh, no. I'm so excited. I bet you are. But I have those, like, the the trades that came out recently, and that covers a lot. This is covering even more. Wow. It's going to be awesome covers. And, um, is it Christmas yet? (laughs) Wolverine and the X-Men by Jason Aaron, Volume 4. And Wolverine Official Index to the Marvel Universe trade paperback. Digital Comics released on the app this week. Everything we just discussed also... Avengers 1998 volume number 1.5, which was, I think that was a, a wizard issue, possibly. I don't know. Um, I think it was, I think that man, I'm not sure. Um, but then also issues 45 through 55, Avengers the Ultron Imperative, I think it was Ultron related. Um, Captain America 1968 volume number 339, Daredevil 1964 volume number 252, Fantastic Four original. 312, Incredible Hulk, 1968, volume 336 through 337, Power Pack from 1984, number 35, first volume of Runaways, no, not first volume, no. 2008 volume, number 11 through 14, and the original X Factor, number 18 through 26. 
Also, the collection's on sale this week on the app. We've got Annihilators, Deadpool Core Volume 2, You Say You Want a Revolution, Indestructible Hulk Volume 1, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ultimate Comics Captain America, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man Volume 4, Death of Spider-Man, Winter Soldier Volume 1, Longest Winter, high recommendation for that, and X-Factor Volume 5, The Only Game in Town. All right, in addition to all that, we have a bunch of new comics on Marvel Unlimited, including all-new X-Men number one, Amazing Spider-Man numbers 374 and 375, and Amazing Spider-Man number 697, Avengers numbers 298 and 299 from the original run, Avengers Assemble number nine, that's, I think, the first Kelly Sue issue. That's the first Kelly issue. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Captain America, numbers 287, 288, 290 through 297, 299, and 300. And the 287, 288, I was doing the update for the newsletter. I was saying that's the Mike Zek Deathlock stuff. Deathlock stuff. So yeah, I saw that on the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that looks cool. I, I haven't read that in forever. But that's a really... Do we have the the other parts to that already? We must already have them. Up. I hope so. Because yeah, because if we're doing right into 294. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great stuff. Uh, Fantastic Four number one from the uh, new Marvel Now series. First X Men number four, Gambit number five, New Avengers number thirty three uh, from the second. Yeah, series? the middle volume. Middle it's volume. incorrectly labeled twenty twelve here. Yeah. It should be twenty ten. Yes, Red She Hulk number fifty nine. First issue of Thor: God of Thunder. Ultimate Comics Ultimates, number 18. X-Men, number 38, from... That's the most recent one. That's the uh, Domino Daredevil team-up. Oh, with yeah. With Paul as a Keta art. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That was a good one. Uh, X-Men Legacy, number one, from the Marvel Now series. And Extreme X-Men, number six, from the previous series. So some huge Marvel Now number ones in there. All new X-Men, Fantastic Four, Thor, God of Thunder, and X-Men Legacy. Yep. In addition to all that great old stuff. Yeah, so that's the about six-month... Uh, Gap is starting to you'll start to see more and more and more Marvel Now books flow into Marvel Unlimited. Alright, we're going to kick it over to Strami for more on TV and movies and games. Hello there this week in Marvelite. I feel like my voice did a slight break right there which made me feel like I was 13 all over again. So apologies for that. But this is Marvel.com Associate Editor Mark Strom here to tell you well what is on air and in theaters, etc., for Marvel this week. Beginning with, of course, Marvel's Iron Man 3, which is still in theaters. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, I don't know what to tell you. But if you have seen it, you know how great it is. Uh, and you should go out and check it out again on the big screen. I'm a big fan of seeing these movies are really all movies on the big screen so whenever a movie like this comes out I always try and go see it as many times as I can on you know in the big theater simply because I don't know I, f- I always feel like there's just something more pure about it like that's the way it was meant to be seen on this massive massive scale and particularly a movie that is as as ginormous as this one this was really meant to be seen up on the big screen still there go out and see it again you know you love it i love it everybody loves it you got robert downey shane black everything else it's just it is a great iron man movie perhaps my favorite iron man movie yet so there's that and on air this sunday at 
11 a.m. Eastern Time inside Marvel Universe on Disney XD. We've got two encore episodes of Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man from Season 2 featuring the House Arrest episode as well as the Man-Wolf episode. In House Arrest, of course, Spidey and his team get locked within their own house when Nova accidentally sets off the shield defense protocols and then they have to well, fight for their lives to get out of their own home. And in Man-Wolf, of course, you've got the journey to the moon to rescue John Jameson, who turns into the, well, Man-Wolf. And you get some classic Spidey action. You get a look at the very cool new Tri-Carrier. And you get to see Spider-Man in space, which you don't often get to see. So there's that. I'm going to send you back to the gang in New York, but I will return to you shortly. All right, time for news. Ben, what do we got? Okay, we got a lot of big debuts and exciting stuff in the world of comics on Marvel.com this week. We showed off the first cover to Infinity by Adam Kubert, as well as covers upcoming to the Avengers and New Avengers tie-ins from Infinity by Mike Diodato as well as Lionel Francis Yu. We showed some scrolls, we showed some Thanos, a lot of exciting stuff, as well as the sketches and designs by Jerome Pena, Jimmy Chung, and Jonathan Hickman himself for Thanos' new lieutenants, his new army, brand new characters, very cool. Showed the first look at Angela, the long-awaited uh, debut look for her, big character coming in at the end of Age of Ultron. We showed her design by Joe Quesada, and we'll have more on Angela later this week. We announced Sibling Rivalry, which is going to be a crossover between Superior Spider-Man Team-Up, new book starting this summer, and Scarlet Spider, both written by Chris Yost, and we'll finally bring Kane back to New York, where he meets up with the Superior Spider-Man, who is Doc Ock, of course, who Kane killed back in the day. So that should be an interesting interaction between the two of them. And then we had a bunch of Q&As this week with Joe Keating talking about Morbius, Chris Samney talking about Daredevil, and Lee Weeks talking about Daredevil, Dark Knights, the upcoming anthology limited series. Very cool. Um, what else we have? Uh, big week, big past five, six days for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, officially picked up for ABC. Uh, the date will be, we don't have a, a start date yet, but it will air Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on ABC. That is official, and it's confirmed. Um, it's been crazy. We had a huge day yesterday where uh, a bunch of us went over to the Trump Hotel, I guess, because that's a place people go to, and we interviewed um, the producers, a uh, bunch of the stars, you know, Clark Gregg, Joss Whedon, um, and and it was really super fun. Had a great time there. They were all terrific. We were gonna we're gonna have videos out of that. I think we're gonna turn some of the audio into podcasts for you guys to release rolling up into uh, when we get close to the show. A um, whole lot of stuff. And then I think the team went afterwards later and mm-hmm. saw did more interviews. Got even more of the cast and crew. Almost got into a fight with the Associated Press. Yep. It's uh, I mean that's Blake Garris that for was, you. That was Blake. Almost yeah. got into a fist fight with the AP. That's 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 what we do. But. He did that to get you guys mm-hmm. the best content he could. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting stuff, and there's going to be more and more about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, make sure you're following at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Twitter. Uh, just so you guys know, if you haven't subscribed to Marvel Unlimited already, the price has gone up 
uh, and we were telling people that the the price that we had, you know, leading up to now was um, was limited time, and the price has now gone up to sixty nine ninety nine a year, which is still you know forty percent off what you'd pay if you were doing the monthlies. So it's still a, a great deal, and I think it's only ten dollars more than it was before. But I'm no mathematician. You're not. That's no. I I <laughs> confirm that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah. Get your Marvel Unlimited. It's, it's, it's such a great deal. Uh, I have a note in here for me to tease E3 and video game stuff. It's a note from yourself. It is a note from myself. Uh, I've got my stuff confirmed for E3, so I'm going out there. We have one, maybe two unannounced games that we may be doing some stuff with there. Um, definitely one, which I'm very excited about. Uh, then we have Marvel Heroes, which is coming out um, real soon, and That'll get some buzz around E3 and um, Marvel Lego Marvel Lego Superheroes, which is gonna, you know, as we get closer and closer to the release in the fall, it's gonna blow up. A lot of cool stuff. So yeah, exciting, exciting stuff. Let's kick it over to Mark. Welcome back once more this week in Marvelites, Marvel.com associate editor Mark Strom here with some big, 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 big news. Namely, that Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been picked up by ABC. It is coming to ABC this fall, Tuesday nights, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Coulson lives. Agent Coulson returns to form his own squad of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. It is going to be good. What else can I say? It's directed by Joss Whedon, who directed it a movie you may be familiar with called Marvel's The Avengers, and the pilot was written by Joss along with Jed Whedon and Marissa Tantrone. The three of them are executive producers on the series along with Jeffrey Bell, another very talented writer who Joss Whedon fans may remember was involved in the Angel series, as well as our very own head of Marvel Television, Mr. Jeff Loeb. So we have that to look forward to coming this fall. We released two, well, one full trailer, about a two and a half minute trailer, and then another about 30 second sort of tease, I guess we can call it. You can check out both of those right now on Marvel.com and the Marvel YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Marvel, as well as three new images from the pilot. Two of them are from the pilot itself and feature Agent Coulson and some of the other new characters, and a third that shows Joss behind the scenes directing the pilot. We've also got some new info, new summary for you. Uh, Again, it's coming this fall, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. I would say, you know, tune in, but that's still a good, you know, three, four, however many months away. So... In the meantime, we'll be bringing you tons of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. news. So we've got all that coming your way. You guys will love it. I can't say too much about it, but it is, oh, it's going to be so good. So, so very good. And speaking of some upcoming TV series but rather on the animation side of things. We also brought you some new looks at two new series that are coming to Marvel Universe very soon, beginning with Marvel's Avengers Assemble, which has its one-hour sneak peek coming up this 
Sunday, May 26th, so not rather this immediate Sunday, but the Sunday after, May 26th, and then has its series premiere on July 7th, as well as Marvel's Hulk and the Agents of Smash, which has its series premiere on August 11th. We brought you a new teaser video for Avengers Assemble, as well as two short interviews with Fred Tetashore, who plays Hulk in Marvel's Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Well, he also, you know, voices Hulk in Marvel's Avengers Assemble. He voiced Hulk in Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man. He's been voicing Hulk for quite a while. Fans of Marvel Animation will really recognize his voice. And we have two brief interviews with him up right now on Marvel.com. You can check all three of those videos out, the two from Hulk and the one from Avengers, both on Marvel.com, as well as, again, the Marvel YouTube at YouTube.com Marvel. In other animation news, we have another full episode of Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man up on Marvel.com. This is Season 1, Episode 11, Venomous, which features the return of Venom. You can check that out right now for free, only on Marvel.com or MarvelKids.com. And finally, in some Marvel gaming news, we have another Marvel War of Heroes artist spotlight, this time on Udon, the art collective that has been producing a number of really, really great original cards for the War of Heroes game. You can check out a gallery of some of their work for the game right now on Marvel.com. And of course, you can download the game now for free for mobile devices. So, with that, I will send you back once more to the fine fellows in New York. I thank you once again for listening. I hope you have a great week, a great weekend, and I will speak with you once more in seven days. All right. Thank you, Mark. Always a pleasure. Hmm. Time for This Week in Marvel questions and comments. Once again, if you have them and you want to tweet them to us, use the hashtag This Week in Marvel. You can also tweet them directly to us at, at Agent M, at Ben J. Morse, at Stromy. Now, Stromy is spelled S-T-R-O-M-M-Y Is that on the issue? You'll see, hmm. I think. Oh, okay. And, uh, and Blake Garris, and we'll get to him in a future episode. First up is One Patriot. He says, I just saw the art for New Avengers number 9 by Jerome Pena. If that's a black dwarf, what's a black giant? Uh, quick astronomy lesson for you. A black dwarf is actually a star. So that has more to do with the name than anything else. Yeah. So Boom, Patriot. There will... No, I'm not booming him i'm just saying Boom. that's a, that's it's in this Boom. case dwarf does not mean short person it Boom. means you'll see boom all right uh ben says marvel unlimited for oh no patriot says to you <laughs> yeah, ben, that was me saying it <laughs> marvel unlimited for android thank you yeah thanks for that yeah thanks for giving me marvel unlimited for android no problem uh yeah we rolled out marvel unlimited for android um, it's, you know, it's still, there's a lot of updates that need to be rolled out for it, and they need to, you know, they're going to continue to make it better and better and better. At L underscore Comanche tweeted, Guilty pleasure of mine, is there any chance for an ultimate collection of Sleepwalker? I would buy it immediately. I'm suspicious of this because I know that um, Tim Stevens correspondent of ours and his friend Tim Sheridan are huge Sleepwalker fans and that alone makes me have disdain for the character um, no immediate plans for an ultimate Sleepwalker collection however 
a couple years ago, I would have said no immediate plans for an Ultimate Darkhawk right. collection. That's what I was no, just thinking. No immediate plans for a New Warriors Omnibus. No so. plans for, like, Power Pack Classic yep. volumes. Yep. Uh, Ghost Rider, Danny Ketch Classic. So who knows? Yeah. Definitely a possible. Anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, all right. Another one, he says, Also, I know he recently appeared in Avenging Spider-Man number 19, but is there any other recent appearance of Sleepwalker? That was his first appearance in quite some time, and it was a great appearance. Um, yeah, it was good. Great art by Marco Cicchetto on that. Guy who was, if anyone was born to draw Sleepwalker, which may be as much of a curse as a blessing, uh, it was certainly... Don't put Marco Mr. On, Mr. on Sleepwalker no. alone. Uh, I can't remember the last time he was I think he hasn't appeared since, like, Marvel team up like yeah, five like, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than five years ago. Wild ago. Yeah. Uh, final one from El Comanche says another Marvel musician is Angel. He plays guitar. He played was seen with it numerous times in Austin's Running on Kenny. That was that was a oh, yeah, one that of was, the um, Guthrie's. It was Josh Guthrie. It was Josh Guthrie. He became Icarus. Yeah. Uh, um, hello. But he did have wings like Angel. Did he have that red was, wings? He did. He had red hair and red wings, and that was during that. I was just uh, I was just rereading for some reason the other day where it's it's that uh, arc where Husk and Angel go down to Kentucky to see the Guthrie family. Oh, yeah. And they have this Romeo and Juliet romance going on with Josh Guthrie and some mutant-hating guy's daughter. And of course. Plays guitar with his shirt off a lot. All the time. All drawn by Salvador La Roca. Yeah. Good uh, times. Totes. At Kinky Comic Girl tweets, <laughs> Carol tweets, so where is the old Heroes for Hire crew been hiding? Luke, Danny, and now Jessica and the baby. Missing them a lot. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Another one from Carol. She says, you have the best writers, artists, and properties in comics. What's your dream team writer and artist, and on which property? Ooh, that's Ooh, tough. That's real tough. That's tough. I want... Go on. I want Warren Ellis... And Joe Casada mm. on something. <laughs> That's who I would put creators. I would put them creating. Hmm, I don't know. Warren Ellis and Joe Casada. Sky's the limit there. Right, like. I bet they do an awesome Thor book. Thor. I'm, my my brain keeps going to Avengers. Because hmm. um, I don't think we've really seen Joe draw a ton of Avengers. No, he's on them individually, but not all together. Yeah. Certainly. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I would want to see Kieran Gillen and Jimmy Chung on New Warriors. I'd actually read the yeah, hell out of that. Yeah, you would read the hell out of it. It'd be a great book. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Centurion Joe has a few. I haven't been too fond of Uncanny Avengers, but I must say that the latest issue is fantastic. Hope it stays this good. I, it will. Yeah, Joe. That's a guarantee. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. We're excited. Avengers Assemble 15 AU was so good. There's not a single moment of that issue I didn't love. RIP Captain Marvel. Damn straight, Joe. Yeah, that was a fantastic Al issue. Al Ewing. We talked a lot about it. Killed on that issue. Yep. Avengers is such a fantastic title. Hickman doesn't disappoint with his work. Every two weeks, I feel like it's Christmas. Agreed. Yeah, well said. And finally, from Joe, so excited for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Bet that was Luke Cage jumping out of the burning building in the teaser. A lot of a lot of people saying that. You know, and and we were joking about this yesterday with the Agents of Shield people about all. There's actually a number of different theories that mm. fans are positing out there. Yep. You know, we're not saying yes, no, anything to it. You guys can can. It's part of the fun. Yeah. Guess you around. Speculate as much as you want. You'll find out once the um, once the pilot is shown far and wide. Yeah. And of course, that's part of the fun of all Marvel movies and TVs. Is you see these 
characters and Easter egg characters and stuff like that. It could be someone, or it could be someone completely new. Yep. You will see. Immortal Thor 99 tweets how, to Nicolo, how could you possibly forget the great Nicolo's multiple Nobel Prizes when going over all he has done? I believe he's referring to the This Week in Marvel AU podcast, um, which if you haven't listened to it yet, I recommend it. Yeah, Nick the other day was like, did you listen to the, my podcast? I was like, uh, yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick asks everyone that. <laughs> this is all Nick talks about now is his podcast. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's a little different. Um, if you're a long-time listener to this show, you will you will appreciate it more. Yeah. Danny underscore Ferguson tweets, I picked up New Universal by Ellison LaRocca and loved it, but it seems extinct. Can we unearth the fossils? I don't know what happened to New Universal. Yeah, I, I do know that Tom Brevoort has, I think, gone on record saying it's, it's not coming back. Yeah. Whatever happened to it, just kind of... Enjoy what we had. It was good. Yeah, and of course we've got a lot of u- new universe stuff going on in Hickman's Avengers and elsewhere. Um, it was it was a it was a fun little concept. I I honestly, if I knew the behind the scenes story, I would maybe share it, <laughs> but I don't. Uh, nice note here from Dirty Lash saying Happy Birthday, Lord Stromy, from all the Twimmaniacs and Stromy Troopers. That's yes, nice. today is Mark Strom's birthday. Wow. He uh, he will be working because it's just <laughs> a birthday. It doesn't really mean anything. Yep. But. He's, uh, he's hanging out with his mom and his sister in the morning and then coming into work for you guys uh, because that's how awesome he is. Happy birthday, Stromy. Demox21, Don Simmons. Yeah, happy birthday, Stromy. I'd like to read more X-Men Apocalypse comics. Any stories you can recommend? Hashtag thanks, Hashtag in, thanks advance. in advance. Um, I mean, do you want... So there are... There was the, um, the 90s Apocalypse Origin... Um, story yep. where I th- who drew that was that Steve Gross maybe maybe another one you're talking about I can't remember yeah uh, top of my head I mean the that ul- was cool the ultimate X Men Apocalypse story is Age of Apocalypse yeah pretty much and uh, Executioner Song which we recommend for everyone is yep. another great Apocalypse um, story what was uh, there's a great story in the original X Factor run yeah. in the in the mid sixties. Yeah, there was a, a lot. lot of there great. was a lot. But yeah. for me, my favorite is in the sixties. It was um, it's a it's the X Factor crew, which was the original X Men mm-hmm. posing as X Factor with the Inhumans uh, yes. against Apocalypse, and that has a lot of stuff that you know sends Cable uh, sends Nathan Summers right. stuff in that motion. Was Wolf Portacio. Yeah, Wolf Portacio. Yeah, that was the last. That was like the last. Uh, X Factor story before yeah. the Muir Island saga. Yep. That's like the last original X Factor story. Yeah, it was really good stuff. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, if you ask Frank Thierry, he'll say Apocalypse Dracula. <laughs> the greatest apocalypse story ever told. So true. <laughs> Gary Langdon at Man in Black 2312. Just saw the first look at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just looks too good for TV. Need to know how Coulson lives. Hashtag mind blown. Uh, I can't tell you. And you you won't find out in the pilot. I'm going to tell you that right now. But it is a thing that we'll we'll see and will be discussed, and is is something that we want you guys excited about and trying to figure out. As you will hear in an upcoming podcast, Christopher Daniels thinks he knows. Yes, he's he's sure of it. He is positive. <laughs> he's such a nerd. I love it. All right, uh, from our friend Gun. She said, "Stop trying to pronounce her full name and just call her Gun," which I'm going to do. I'm a coward in Avengers Alliance, then I always end up needing like 300 CP, so I farm for the gold instead. 
Mm. What's wrong with that? Farming for we gold? We condemned it last week. What does it, wait, what does it mean to farm for gold? You're saying rather than do the tasks in a oh, thing, oh, pay yeah. for them with gold. Well, look, if you don't have the time to do it, I mean, yeah. I think you should play the game and, mm. and get what you get, but hey, whatever. You called them cowards last week. Cowards. Talking cowards. Out, talking out of both sides of your mouth right now. I am. Right here and over here. Yep, both sides. Cowards. Uh, yet another week tweeting about my name. I found out there is a Marvel character with my name. It's Volstagg's daughter, and she showed up in Essential X Factor Volume 1, and I just stopped and went, whoa, what? She was also just in Journey into Mystery. Gunhild. So now we're going with Gunhild? It's her name. All right. She said to call her Gun last week. All right. I remember past five minutes ago. At HWView tweets, uh, to me and to Clark Gregg, best line from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sneak peek is, don't touch Lola, so can't wait. That's got to be a t-shirt soon. Yeah, I, I mean, hashtag don't touch Lola mm-hmm. is everywhere. It's great. Uh, another one from Haywood, he says, Clark deserves his own podcast episode from This Week in Marvel. Yes, I actually, uh, that's something we will get to at some point. I mean, we have a great interview with him, um, but I want one where it's us sitting down with Clark specifically for the podcast uh, and to get some good stuff. I mean, it's funny. Yesterday we were talking to him. He talks about how when he was a kid he would draw, like, Warlock and he would draw... Uh, like Adam Warlock? Yeah, Adam oh, Warlock wow. and, like, all these characters and, like, he's such a hardcore fan. It's great. He's so... He's he's the best. Yeah. And he would also said that this week in Marvel, my twim has to be Uncanny Avengers 8. Sunfire and Thor team up, and the seeds from X-Force come into bloom. A lot of love for Uncanny Avengers number 8. Yeah. Well deserved. Good stuff. James Harrison. Why did Silver Surfer quit his job as Herald for the Devourer of Worlds? Because he was Galactus Intolerant. We got jokes. We got a comedian here. That was good. That was Ghost Rider and Daredevil get into a fight. Ghost Rider goes for the penance stare. It doesn't work. <laughs> just, just a. What's wrong with know, you? Just James? Get locked into a weird stand-up routine. <laughs> uh, Forget about it. Does Beta Ray Bill ever stand a chance of having his own book, or have I missed one in the past? Where's the punchline? Yeah, come on. I thought, uh, I thought we were getting more comedy. More comedy. He's had limited series in the past. Yeah. He's never had his own ongoing series. Uh, he's going to be in Journey into Mystery coming up soon, so if those issues are well-ordered and well-read, then we'll see. Yeah, I, I think Horseface Thor is a tough sell for a lot of fans who don't know him really right. well. He's got a lot of mythology behind him, though. Yeah, we'll you see. Know, there's, there's a lot of books we would have thought were tough sells once upon a time. We have a Legion ongoing series right now, so nothing is impossible. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mia tweets, So pumped for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., watching my Marvel Phase 1 box set from start to finish. Excellent. Cool. He also says, what is the difference between Daisy Johnson being director and Maria Hill being acting director? Well, if you're reading Secret Avengers, you know that Daisy Johnson is supposed to be director of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she is currently under pending review by the S.H.I.E.L.D. board of directors or whatever. So until she gets approved, Maria Hill is serving as the acting director. At some point, presumably... Daisy gets approved and then Maria becomes her second in command or whatever because Nick Fury, the original Nick Fury did somehow leave S.H.I.E.L.D. to Daisy Johnson it's a web of intrigue and political maneuvering wouldn't have it any other way Yeah. at Snooze Machine 11 tweets a little tea to put me to sleep in my favorite Uncanny X-Men mug Uh, it's a a photo from Kendrick 
Uh, really cool with a little Cyclops, a little Magneto, drinking some Tazo. Nice plug for Tazo, my What's wife's Tazo? tea. Of ch- it's my wife's tea of choice. Yeah, is that yeah. A, that's a brand. It's a branded tea. Yeah, you like that too. Yeah, it's really okay. good. Yeah. I know she enjoys the chai, uh, the chai tea they have. Great, great. I've not. I, I use a different brand. Wow, wonderful. Yep. Tea At- time here on <laughs> this week in Marvel. At K Martinick tweets. I love the flashbacks of Sam's dad as a Nova. Any chance we'll see a father-son team up in the future? Find out what happened to Sam's dad first. Yeah. For real. Another one from Kyle. He says, Had a dream the other night. There was a Guardians of the Galaxy movie trailer out. I was very disappointed when I woke up. I'd like to hear about more about that dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Maybe, it's a, maybe it was a good trailer. Maybe yeah. <laughs> talk to this we'll, we'll person. We'll take some notes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Massimiliano Fares. Guys, look... My oh, this is uh, look my Angel Alessandra Miss Marvel version. So I think this is some sort of Photoshop. I I don't. I, was, I think it's a model done up as Miss Marvel. Yes, I, I don't know what's going on here. She's a very pretty lady. Yeah, um, looks but, great. But fan fan made poster. Yeah, nice work. Penelope Cat to Ryan. My wife asks if there will be any female characters besides Black Widow she can play for free in Marvel Universe. For free, free, um, I don't think so. But you know, if you play the game enough, you can amass enough uh, CP mm-hmm. to get those characters. So I think whatever the the starting characters are, or what the starting characters are, they're not. Yeah. I don't believe they're going to change them. Uh, but you know, play the game enough, and you can amass the points to get the characters you want to get. Even if it's just getting the female characters, and there's a ton. At Raf AB, he tweets, uh, "Will Avenger, will Agents of Shield episodes be linked to Phase Two movies like tie-in episodes?" Um, you know what? To be honest, it's a little early to, to to say yes or no for sure. But I don't I don't know that that will be the case. I mean, no. this is the the idea behind the Agents of Shield squad is that they are taking on these these cases that haven't been classified yet for Shield. And they're often how the the way the creators are looking at it is, you know, if something crazy happens in Avengers, um, you know, an Avengers movie, New York gets attacked, the show will touch on the people who are affected, the little things, not necessarily tying in in any way. Um, that said, you never know. I mean, this is whole new ground. There's never been a TV show that's basically set in a movie franchise. I mean, before Marvel movies, there was never the type of thing we had where there was one movie chaining to the next and now adding a TV element. This is going to be kind of learn as we go along for everybody. Yeah. It's a whole new ballgame. It's pretty great. At Raptor... 3R89? I don't think it's Raptor, but go on. Reaper, Reaper, Reaper. Uh, Shawnee D tweets, listening this week in Marvel on my way to university... All the way in South Africa. That's cool. Best thing for staying calm in traffic. Best co- oh, podcast. Wait, so that, you say all the way in South Africa. Where are you traveling from? All the way to university. I think he's on his way to university. He's driving. He lives in South Africa. He's saying on my way to university, which is school or college. Right. And from like he's all the way over in South Africa, listening to the podcast on his drive to college. But all right. So then, where is college? Somewhere in South Africa. So you just live in South Africa and you're going to school in South Africa? Yes. Okay. To me, it read like he was traveling a much longer I understand longer what you're distance. saying. I'm just trying to explain it to you. That's very cool. Uh, my mom lived in South Africa for a year. 
near and dear to my heart. So glad we have listeners there. Neat. At Secret City Laugh tweets, will Marvel Unlimited be available on the Kindle Fire? Um, you know, I don't know. If it's not on that app store, then I would say there are no current plans. Simon Sebs tweets, after listening to the last Age of Ultron podcast, I now want a Young Defenders book. Who would make up the team? It's tough because we don't know who's really alive at this point. Young Defenders? What's that? I guess you have to listen to the last This Week in Marvel AU podcast <gasps> to know. Okay. <laughs> tease, tease, tease. Yeah. Uh, another one from Simon. He says, by the time This Week in Marvel goes up, Mother's Day will have passed. In honor of that, which Marvel heroes most reminds you of your mom? Oh. Sue Storm. Yeah? Yeah. Tough. Loving, awesome, doing a million things, taking care of business. Yeah. Great lady. That's a good answer. I think I might just steal yours. She is like the ultimate mom of the Marvel universe. universe. Totally. Yeah. Another one from Simon says, Now that I think about it, only one thing would have made Iron Man 3 better. More happy Hogan. Well, he, I mean, he good was role. there in the beginning a lot, and then sort of got put on the yeah. sidelines. One of his fault. Yeah. Uh, what kind of was? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, another one from Simon says, "Has Spider-Man ever fought the Hulk?" Has he? Many times. Uh, back when McFarlane was drawing the book, he mm. fought the Hulk when he had the Captain Universe power, I think. Yeah, there's um, that great cover where he's like yeah, lifting, he's the, lifting Hulk the Hulk up. There was. I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if you read this one as well. When when Mark Bagley was drawing the book, there's a two-parter where uh, Doc Sampson and Hulk guest starred in Amazing Spider-Man. And Spider-Man had to fight first Doc Samson because basically there's this gamma virus that was infecting anyone with gamma blood. It would make them all crazy. So he had to fight Berserker Doc Samson. And the Hulk came to try to help out. And this is when he was Smart Hulk. And he got grabbed by it. So now he's Hulk Smash Hulk again. And Spider-Man and Doc Samson had to fight him. And Doc Samson was useless during the whole thing. Well, par for the course. <laughs> uh, another one from Simon. He says, Just watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'm excited. I really hope the one guy was Luke Cage. You and a million others, yeah. you never know. At SRVJ86, Simone tweeted, Just saw Iron Man 3. What should I read for extremist info? Iron Man Extremists. Available in Every all format sorts of possible. formats. Yeah. Hardcover, softcover, digital. You can even watch the Marvel Knights animation yeah. version on the Hulu. There is no excuse for not being able to watch, read, download Extremis. Yeah, totes. As Biv 11, saw Iron Man 3 last night. A fun start to Phase 2 of Marvel Cinematic Universe with a good Thor preview. Oh, they got the Thor preview? Yeah, That's in cool. theaters it, it runs before Iron Man 3. I didn't see any previews before yeah, Iron we Man saw, 3. Yeah, because we saw it in the yeah, I know. family screening. I'm having fun with you. Yeah. Uh, really like this week's Uncanny Avengers. Another one for that. And Avenging Spider Man was great as always. What else do Slot and Yost write? Well, Slot is exclusively on Superior Spider Man right now. Previously, he's written uh, She Hulk, mm-hmm. a Thing Limited series. Avengers the Initiative yep. for a while. Mighty, Mighty Avengers, Avengers for a little bit. And Chris Yost started out with Craig Kyle doing New X Men. They did X Force for a little while, and now he is also writing Scarlet Spider. Yeah. And uh, he does a lot of stuff for Marvel Studios mm. and Marvel Animation as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. great stuff. At Red Sox 040713, nice. Steve tweets, New listener started with number 75 today. Hashtag bobblehead. Nice bobblehead try. no longer... Yeah, uh, that was months ago. Yeah, that was forever ago. That was five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
another one from Steve. He says, Tom Brevoort on This Week in Marvel sounds just like <laughs> at Globe Bob Ryan on Bob Around the Horn. It's really freaky. Bob Ryan is the venerable sports reporter for the Boston Globe, and Around the Horn is a uh, sports talk show. Terrific. Thank you for uh, explaining that. <laughs> uh, last one from Steve. He says, please give Marvel... Uh, Marvel Avengers Alliance tips on this week in Marvel for PvP. I can never get out of gold, and I have to play nonstop to get there. Well, I'm not the one to give you tips, Steve, because <laughs> I'm just as bad. Uh, you know, it's you got to make sure that your uh, character, your heroes, are as high a level as they can possibly be. So that means constantly um, putting people on short deploys. The shorter the deploy, the better, because you can do a short deploy once it finishes short deploy again so if you could do 20 minutes you know that means you have to be in front of the computer to to redo them but uh you can get a lot of gold uh, a lot of silver which you need for upgrading and you can get a lot of experience points if you put your people in that way so you do that a lot build them up on level that'll really help build out your your squad and all your stats for your actual pvp team uh you also want to make sure your armor is as stacked as you can make it so you know there's lots of great items you can put in there. Um, always look at the PvP uh, stats, you know, what uh, what an item gives you in terms of uh, its benefits for PvP, and slot things in. You can always replace the items in your armory, so um, never feel married to one item because you because it's you put it in there and um, you don't want to lose it. You're gonna, you already lost it, so put something in that's higher when the time comes. Um, that's really it. It's just... Finding out what other people are using and try to counter that. So if you see a lot of people using blasters, maybe put in uh, a tactician or two. If you see a lot of people using uh, scrappers, put in a bruiser or two. So it's tough. It's it's not easy. I mean, it's a brutal PvP. It's not easy. Final tweet of the week from Lex Pendragon. Avengers, a- Avengers Assemble AU was great. We agree. I loved the Dalek reference. I want to hear this read by Blake Garris, hashtag Horizon Labs. All those British accents, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, we can't. We, we don't have the time for that. Uh, and or it's the Dalek. Or the patience. It's Dalek. What's that, French? And uh, so, yeah, that ends another episode of This Week in Marvel. Thank yep. you to Katerina for being our lone intern here, yep. taking notes, nodding. It's her last day. Last day. Maybe. It was the last day last week, so we'll see. No, that was her last podcast. This oh. is literally her last day. She can't come in after this. Oh, okay. Terrific. Security won't let her in. Um, all right. And thank you to everyone for listening. This is Marvel, your universe.